0: The races with truth instead of dividing them with lies. We're also rebuilding the family by rebuilding the man. I'm Jessaline Peterson. Good morning. Welcome to the show. Thank you for being with me. You can get involved by calling 888 7753 773. 888 77 Jesse. J E S S E. Jesse. I don't, my brand new biblical question for this week, I'll give it to you in a minute. We discussed last week's biblical question during the fellowship yesterday, and it was amazing. If you were not there yesterday at the fellowship, or you didn't get a chance to uh, watch it live, you can podcast it. It was amazing working on each individual, working on their own lives. It's amazing. Hey, come here for a minute. It's amazing. You can, uh, We have every way that you can watch and support the show listed on jesselinepeterson.com slash show, jesselinepeterson.com slash show. And if you're out and about, you're busy doing what you're doing, whatever it is you're doing, you can still listen to the show. Let me go and get hate for a minute. I need it. I don't think they hear me out there right now. Hold on. I'm in the vote. I got it done here. Anyway, if you're busy, you still can listen to the show on your iPhone or iPad at 641 793 1500. 641 793 1500. And you can podcast the show, of course. Follow us on social media. JLP Talk on X, and Jesse Lee Peterson on Instagram. And to donate and have your comments read out loud, go to buymeacoffee.com slash JLP Talk, buymeacoffee.com slash JLP Talk, or rebuildingtheman.com. Rebuilding the man. So I have a brand new biblical question. Last week, biblical question was, do you have confidence? Do you have confidence? And again, you can watch yesterday's fellowship. We talked about that by going to rebuildingtheman.com slash church. Rebuildingtheman.com slash church, all right? A brand new biblical question. Why are you afraid of negotiating? Why are you afraid of negotiating? An amazing question. Amazing. So, and there is a line of, I'll get to your calls here in a minute. Uh, It is a so-called holiday today. A liberal holiday. A socialist holiday Today. And um, uh, the government is shut down, the banks are closed, and it's a mess. Something called Martin Luther King Jr. Day. I can't figure out what that is, but they're doing it. And I remember, as some of you know, I grew up down in Alabama, uh, uh, up on a plantation there, and prior to the so-called Civil Rights Movement, and it was one of the worst things that ever happened to the blacks other than abortion. The civil rights so called civil rights movement was the worst thing that ever happened to them other than abortion. And if you notice most no 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 but most of the blacks have only gotten worse generation after generation after generation because they have developed a socialist, Marxist mentality, very radical. And it wasn't like that. That's what's so interesting to me is that the blacks prior to the civil rights movement were working toward being independent people. They were no different than the Jews, the whites, the, anybody else, they, they have family, they work hard, they own businesses. Some of them went to college, but college wasn't a big thing back then. Having a trade was the big thing. Being able to work with your hands was the uh, big thing back then. And so the blacks were working. They were not complaining about the white man, even though there were blacks on water fountains and whites only in water fountains, the whites and the blacks who loved what was right, they got along. And those whites and blacks who did not love what was right, they didn't get along. It's just the way it is. And so the blacks were doing much, way much better back then than they are today. They are a mess today because they have been lied to. They've been told that they can't make it because of the white man. They can't do this and do that. And that they want something called civil rights, which is this, by the way, civil rights. And that, then they want reparations and affirmative action and all kind of mess. And so, but prior to that, they were just fine, Really? And Martin Luther King and all those guys came along, socialist guys, and they told the blacks, uh-uh, you can't make it." They got you working in the white man's home, taking care of his children. And the black people were doing that. they were earning a living. they had a life going on. But then they listened to Martin Luther King, and the so-called civil rights movement began. I clearly remember when the older black people were saying to the younger blacks, don't get involved with that mess. That's just a bunch of mess that Martin Luther and others are starting up. They were telling young blacks not to do it. And some listened and some didn't. Those who did not listen are doing well in life even right now. And Martin Luther King was not, is not, ain't not a conservative. Even though he was registered, I don't know if he was registered, but he called himself a Republican back then because most blacks were were Republicans. But they had a different thing in their mind. And this is why I really, really want to encourage all blacks, all people, all blacks, to start thinking for yourself. Become an individual and stop doing all this group stuff, being into blackness. It's just a waste of time, a waste of life. Unnecessary suffering. Uh, check out our part two there uh, if you have any doubt about the so-called civil rights movement. It's, a, it's a, a documentary. It's really, really good. Al-Qatar part two. They have one and two. Both are good, but part two of Al-Qatar brings it home. I have some information on Mothers and King. When I think of this, it's so unfortunate that almost 70 years have come. And the blacks have just gotten worse. It's just, and the white man has given them everything they've asked asked for, and they only gotten worse. Family exists no more. The black women think that they are the men of the family. The men are weak. The children are, are criminals, out of control criminals, and the blacks are complaining, and they're being used by. The Democratic Party, and now they're starting to be used by the Republican Party to be honest. And the Republican representatives bring in the blacks because they want to maintain so called power themselves. The, the representatives do. It's not that they care about the blacks, it's just that they want the blacks in their party in order to maintain or try to get control. So I have a little information on Martin Luther King. This is from the Guardians. Martin Luther King was no prophet of unity. Martin Luther King was no prophet of unity. He was a radical. He was a part of a much wider movement standing alongside socialists. He reminded me of that guy Nelson Mandela. And these people know that it's easy to control the blacks because they don't have family anymore. They don't have fathers to guide them. But according to the Guardian, Martin Luther King was no prophet of unity. He was a radical. He was a part of a much wide, wider movement, standing alongside of uh, socialists. This is why the older blacks didn't want the younger blacks to get involved with the so-called civil rights movement mess. And it's just awful. They don't they don't push capitalism now. They don't do anything. Totally have a socialist mind. And if there are a few blacks who break away from that mentality, those socialist mentality blacks, they try to stop the blacks. The only enemy to stop them, those blacks will be trying to stop it. The Guardian is reporting that MLK children, Mother Luther King's children, Martin and Bernice King, have continued their father's legacy. Protesting, protesting for civil rights. No such thing, by the way. Protesting for civil, for civil rights. Martin says he talked about a living wage. He talked about a living wage, referring to his father. He talked about a living wage. He talked about radical redistribution of wealth. MLK's children on their father's life he was extremely radical. What a mess, huh? He was extremely radical. I want to encourage the blacks to start thinking, for. if you do anything on this day, break away from the so-called movement. I, I encourage you to become an individual the way it was before this so-called movement happened. Become an individual. Give it a try and see what happens. Get away from your blackness. Get away from your group thinking. You can't even enter into the kingdom of heaven within, above or within as a group. It's a journey that you must take alone. So even his children, according to the guardians, M.L.K.'s children, Martin and Bernice King, have continued their father's legacy, protesting for civil rights. Martin says, the son of Martin Luther King Jr., he talked about a living wage, referring to his father. He talked about a radical redistribution of wealth. Don't we hear that all the time now? M.L.K.'s children, on their father's life, says that he was extremely radical. Here are Bernice and Martin at the 2008 Democratic Convention when Barack Obama became the so-called presidential nominee. Watch this from C-SPAN.
1: Forty-five years ago today, my father delivered his I Have a Dream speech. Tonight, freedom rings from the snow-capped Rockies of Colorado. Freedom rings. Tonight, we witness in part what has become of his dream, the acceptance by Senator Barack Obama of the presidential Democratic nomination. I cannot help thinking how proud my father would be Proud of Barack Obama. Proud of the party that nominated him. And proud of the America that will elect him.
0: Amazing, huh? Why do y'all sound that way? (laughs) That's so dumb. I had a dream that one day from the snow mountain of Colorado. (laughs) Why not just be normal? And she called herself a reverend. What the? What a mess! The one thing I can promise you: you're never gonna have a real life, a real life, not the fake life, but a real life until you're able to become an individual and not identify with anything or anyone but just be. You're never gonna have a life. And these people are like. Uh, Bernie King and Martin King and all the the father side, Barack Obama bit Mama Michelle. They're just using you for personal gain. I would never forget that woman on the Republican side, Mays. What's her first name? Nancy Mays. She was. Um, they were trying to yell at Joe Biden's boy. And Joe Biden's boy wouldn't pay them any attention. And she said, You don't come up, I'm paraphrasing, but don't you, something, you think you deserve white privilege or something? And then he stood and listened listen to her. Oh, woman don't have a right to talk, something like that. It's the same mentality, it's a selfish, evil mentality. Every angry person, every person that listens to thoughts, it's about themselves, never about anyone else. Not about their children, not about their relationship. It's about self. And the Republican representatives are no different. So these people are... Martin and Bernie Skee, they supported Barack Obama, and the Democratic Party. You gotta start thinking for yourself. Listen to the blacks. You gotta look at what's really going on in your life with you, and you will see that your problems began in the homes. It didn't start with white America. It didn't start with slavery. It did not start with Jim Crow. Those things have nothing to do. I order once, I order of what's wrong with your life. Zero. And the blacks used to know that. But this gener- last 70 years, the generation have forgotten There was someone by the name of Clarence Jones. And some of you might not have heard of this guy. But according to WHYY.com, Clarence Jones assisted King by drafting his I Have a Dream speech. A resounding cry for racial Equality. What in the world is that? Racial equality. So Clarence Jones, according to www.hy.com, assisted um, Clarence Jones' assistant King by drafting his I Have a Dream speech, a resounding cry for radical equality. According to Stanford.Ed, E.D.U., in 1962, Martin Luther King wrote a letter stating, Ever since I have known Mr. Jones, I have always seen him as a man of sound judgment, deep insight. Deep insight, a man of great integrity. Isn't that Amazing. Another socialist according to these report, Stafford.edu. Jones was drafted into the army in nineteen fifty three, but was given an undesirable discharge as a as a security risk. The very same guy they said helped write this I have a dream speech, right? According to Edu, Jones was drafted into the Army in 1953 but was given an undesirable discharge as a security risk for refusing to sign the Army Forces Armed Forces Loyalty Certificate, stating that he was not a member of the uh, Communist Party. He refused to sign it saying that he wasn't a member of the Communist Party. FBI reports identified Jones as a member and leader of the Labor Youth League, league, described as a Communist Party front organization. I remember hearing about the Communist movement being a part of the so-called civil rights movement, but I was young, didn't pay a lot of attention. Didn't pay a lot of attention at all. But blacks, you're not going to ever find perfect peace with a socialist, communist mind. And this is exactly the way your so-called leaders want you. Al Shopkin and all the people, they want you with a socialist, communist mindset. Because they need to use you for, to gain money and so-called power. But it's up to you. You could be free, or you could stay enslaved. Really. And and if you notice, the so-called civil rights movement sounds just like the Black Lives Matter movement, equity, and all that kind of stuff. I want to play you a song by. And I want you to watch how this sounds exactly like Black Lives Matter. Watch this from 60
1: Minutes. And I contend that the cry of black power is at bottom a reaction to the reluctance of white power to make the kind of changes necessary to make justice a reality for the Negro. I think we've got to see that a riot is the language of the unheard. And what is it that America has failed to hear? It has failed to hear that the economic plight of the Negro poor has worsened over the last few years.
0: Made huh? A riot is a voice from the unheard or something like that. Didn't it sound like Black Lives Matter? And to keep blaming the whites. And the older blacks didn't like that. They knew that wasn't true. They were doing just by. Just fine. Here's another. You heard what Martin Luther said? A riot is the voice of the unheard. Something like that. Something dumb. Just like Black Lives Matter. And white people, you won't say no to these people. All you have to do is say no. Just say no and it's over. Here's another example from us 60 minutes watch this
1: even senator jacob javits asked the question recently he said that he was a slum resident but he and some of his fellow jews were able to make it out of the ghetto on the lower east side the same thing is true with lots of irish italians and he asked the question why the negro finds it so difficult to make his way up out of the ghetto you well, number one no other racial group has been a slave on american soil uh, it's nice to say other people were down and they got up. They were not slaves on American soil. And because of the prejudices existing in this country, his color has been against him. Uh, and they've used this to keep him from moving up. Well, liar. Well, then
0: why were the blacks in the South moving up? If what you're saying... Martin Luther King. Why were the blacks moving up before you got involved and screwed up everything? It was only when the blacks moved up north and they moved into projects and they started to rely on the government and follow their so-called leaders that they stopped quote-unquote moving up. It's amazing to hear him speak that way because in his speeches that you can hear him speaking to keep the blacks down, pretending that they can't move up. But he's moving up, he's doing just fine. And no such thing as the white man have the power to keep you down or the black man have the power to keep anyone down. That's a lie too. What does that even mean? Keep you down from what? Keep you down from what? It's unfortunate, but we have good and evil in the world. If you don't understand what's driving you, You're not going to see what's driving these people that keep you from seeing what's driving you so you can overcome it. This so-called civil rights movement was set up to keep the blacks from moving so-called up. Everybody else, every other race made it fine, just fine. Even the Mexicans come here illegally and they do just fine. And what do the blacks have? Black leaders and a bucket of excuses. 70 years later, give or take. 888 7753 773 888 77 Jesse. A quick break, back in a moment. <laughs> You can't run from evil within yourself or outside of self. You got to deal with it and you need good in order to deal with evil. And God is good. You need to return to the father and you'll see within you, he will fight the battle for you and he will fight it without because he will show you how to deal with it and you will have no fear. Love God with all your heart, all your soul, all your might, along with nothing else. Nothing else means yourself, Your children, your wife, your things, your ego, your reputation, and all that. You can't care about any of that. The children of anger will use it to control you. But if you love God, he will renew your mind, and none of those things will be before him. And so when they go after you, oh, well, you may take my body, you may take my things, but you're not going to take my soul. And that's a true reality. According to, the, according to the Guardian, Keene was not popular among the American public at the time of his death. He wasn't even popular. They understood he was too radical. And it continues. And it's bad now. Thank you, Keene. You really did a good job of screwing up the blacks. They're going to the suburbs and robbing and carjacking and killing one another. (coughs) Excuse me, more blacks kill one another than whites could ever do. So according to the Guardian, Key was not popular among the American public at the time of his death. And in that clip, you heard him say he just like the Black Lives Matter folks. In that clip, he said, a riot is a language of the unheard. Another way of saying, it's not their fault. It's the white man's fault. Black people, y'all need to know white people are not superior. They're not white supremacy. They work hard. They have fear, too. They have to watch over, they try to watch over their families. Their their husbands have to deal with their out-of-control wives. They have the same issues. And you think that they're superior to you. If they were superior to you, they would not let you destroy America in the way that they're doing it. They're just letting the blacks destroy this country. So, just know your mind got you. The white people wish that you would leave them alone and go live your life. They don't want you. What uh Anyway, the Hake Report is coming up at 9 a.m. this morning. From 9 to 11, And He has a guest host today, I believe. Big Bob, I think Big Bob coming today, Yes. A guest host today. Amazing. Which is always good. And then at 11 a.m., Joel Friday TV. He black. Joel Friday TV at 11 a.m. And at 12 noon, the American anchor baby. Flies high on natural energy given to him by God. He can't hide. He's flying high. The American Anchor Baby. Amazing, huh? At 12 Pacific time. Amazing. Let me go to, there's a line open 888 7753 773. I can't say happy Martin Luther King Day. Because that has no meaning to me at all. And when I look around at the blacks, there's nothing to be happy about for them. He did not encourage them in the right way at all. Look at the results. They have no love. They're filled with hatred. They have jealousy and envy and strife. They rob, steal, and kill. They carjack They rob white people on the streets. What is there to be happy about? What's there to celebrate? And I don't even know why Martin King got a so-called day anyway. He was was he a president at any point? I didn't think so. Don't you remember America when America was amazing? When we were one. One nation under God. Remember when English was the official language of America? Remember when people were not calling themselves Afro-America, Asian America, Chinese America? Remember when that did not exist? And as a result, the country was running smoothly? Y'all remember those good old days? For those who don't remember that, because the millennia, you don't even know it was like that. It was. Remember the good old days when blacks and whites worked together? I remember down in Alabama where I was growing up, and they were the blacks were buying beaucoup of land and just... They, they would go off to college and come back as teachers and doctors and lawyers, principals, businessmen. Remember those days? To the millennial, it really used to be that way. And the older black know it because they're still living that legacy. They have not fallen into the trap that the white supremacy is trying to stop them. That's a lie out of the pit of hell. Remember the good old days? Grandpa, tell me about the good old days. I was reflecting this morning. I'm thinking, wow, my country never gonna get back to those days. Millennials don't even understand clearly, it seems. And not all, not all, not all, not all, but most. They don't understand that you're supposed to do your best at all time, times. And when you do your best at all times, it leads to better. But if you just have a, I start to cuss. <laughs> if you just have a do it, do things in life, that's all you're going to ever get. You can't get beyond that. You get worse and not better. But there's this thing inside of us given to us by God who we were first born is that always don't compete with anyone, but just do your best. Don't struggle with doing your best, just do your best. And best lead to better and better and better without an identity uh or anything. And not all not all millennials like that, Joy said, I rebuke. We do our best. You do, Joel. You're black. I'm talking about others I work with. They don't know that doing your best is a natural thing. And you do it without being frustrated or trying to make it be your best. You just do your best. It's like young men living at home with their mothers at 18 and beyond and older. They don't become, they get worse. They don't get better in life. They become weaker. They become afraid. They become depressed. They become suicidal. They become dependents. Dependents. Because they're not building that thing that God has given us to survive on earth. A, a, A man, a male, past 18 an older has no business living at home with Mama unless you're just absolutely handicapped and sick and can't help yourself. You stay at home with Mama, you ain't going to develop. Mama ain't going to let you develop. That's why she she didn't prepare you to leave home. She prepared you to stay home. Stay home, baby. Wait till you can save some money to get a place. You can save money by staying home. Life is way much more than just saving money. That will come if you're just being your best. Anyway, that all that is gone. It used to be a theme in America. Capitalism is the way to go, not socialism. Look what has happened to the blacks as a result of becoming socialist. You have grown black males saying that grown white males are superior to them. They said the grown black males blame the white man and say, he hold me back. He discriminated against me. I'm like, what the? That wasn't like that in the good old days when boys were boys and men were men. Josh, there's a line open, 888 Josh out of Georgia. Josh, you're on the air.
2: Hey, thanks for having me on. That's you're welcome, man. man. Yeah. Absolutely. Yes, sir. All right. Um, I was calling for the biblical question.
0: Why are you afraid of de- negotiating?
2: I really like this question. It's the thing is, um, I'm not. Short answer is, I'm not afraid of negotiating. It's the um, the thoughts, the demon in me puts thoughts in my head that make me scared to negotiate because it, it 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 can it can reveal that the selfishness in me that to make me think that it's me being selfish. Cause the best way to negotiate is to not want anything, not expect anything, not be trying to get over on anybody. But, um, the thoughts can trick you and trick me. I, well, I see that I have a, something in me that makes me greedy and selfish. And that's how you lose at negotiating. So it's, it's 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 kind of scary it seems the thoughts make it seem scary because it will um it will like expose me it would expose the greed in me <laughs> that makes sense can you give me an example of what you mean by that? yeah, it's like um let's see here I was thinking of you know i i use well it's like okay. <laughs> the the best way like i used to sell cars so um the the best you know you know when i when i was selling cars i could tell the people that i could you could you know you could sell them higher you know or there's some people who try to negotiate you down depending on how how desperate and needy they are. So the more desperate and needy you are, um, the, the 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 less good you'll be at negotiating. So,
0: so as a salesman, you're saying that. The more right. greedy you are in trying to get more than a car is worth is what the problem is.
2: Yeah. The the more like as as a salesperson, as a car salesperson, it depends on how bad you need to sell at that particular time of the month, how much money you need. But as the customer coming in, it depends on how bad he needs a car. So when you meet with the person, when you negotiate, you're trying to figure out how how bad, how much can I get from this person and how much do I have to give to for them to get what I want. So the whole secret is, oh, is like the, the, yeah, the whole secret of kind of like the theme for this year is to want for nothing. That is the whole secret to, um to um to like to truly not not expect anything or want to get to get anything um that that's the whole secret, but a lot of people can pretend you know they like they don't want but they they're bluffing you know
0: so the salesman he is afraid he's trying to figure out how much he can get from selling a car. And then yeah. the person that's buying the car trying to see what how cheap they can get it for,
2: right? And, and, and so and then the, the salesman is doesn't...
0: afraid that he's not going to make the deal.
2: Yeah, that, that the customer may go somewhere else to their competitor, or right. that you know, um, they yeah, or they might not get the deal, or they might, you know, or or some customers they know the bottom line price
0: because
2: uh-huh. they you know they they, right. they 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 know the market. And so they hey no, I'd pay this much for it. And they and they know you're bluffing they called you bluff, you know. And that's what the devil does to us. He put these thoughts in our head. Yeah. Makes us think we are um you know, we we, we need something or we want something. And that's the whole uh that's the that's the whole that's that is like the deepest principle that I wanna live my life by is, is not wanting anything or not expecting anything.
0: And it can be done too.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, what was your impression of Martin Luther King?
2: Man, I am from Atlanta. I <laughs> I, uh, I pledged the same fraternity as him. He was my hero all my life growing up. And um, just when uh, Uncle Tom came out, it's when I, I started seeing it clearly uh, that, you know, he using the same words that Black Lives Matter uses, like uh, yeah. uh, economic redistribution, redistribution yeah. of what, that's the, yeah, that's when I finally realized it. But he, he I guess he got us all brainwashed, you know? Black people don't know that, that. We're just purely brainwashed out here, you know?
0: And why was he, uh, your, what made him your
2: hero, you say? You say hero, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, well, I mean, it, it's, it's basically my parents. You know, my, my parents is about your age. And, they, you know, they went to college, so I think oh, that's I wonder. what. Yeah, yeah, that's what they went to historically black college, and that it's just the black culture pushes that on. You know, it becomes like a groupthink thing. Yeah, where you, you hold Muhammad Ali in high regard, we hold Martin Luther King in high regard, and uh, don't dare say. Anything bad about you know, Martin Luther King, you know? <laughs> <laughs> what a mess! Yeah.
0: And so when you yeah. saw Uncle Tom 2, it, it explained what the civil rights movement was really all about. Were you surprised?
2: Yeah, I was skeptical. You know, I didn't, I didn't, um, I was like, because I, 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 had, I had, before I saw Uncle Tom 2, I was suspecting that. Jesse Jackson and Al Sharpton had set him up to get to get um assassinated and they were the bad ones and they took over his movement, you know. But but then you know that the Uncle Tom film really um did a good job in, in um showing showing evidence that he was with that movement. Did they ever find
0: out who killed Marleton King? Cause I, I, I don't know. They I always, never expect yeah, Al stopping or Jesse Jackson to kill him. I knew that Jesse Jackson uh-huh. and Martin Luther King fought because Jackson right. was, according to reports, he was trying to get things to go his way, and, and King was, yeah. because Justin Jackson was about Jesse Jackson, Jesse Martin Luther, yep. Luther King was about Martin Luther King. Did they ever find yeah. out who killed him?
2: The w- only thing I was told was it was some white guy. So that's what I knew all growing up. Oh, yeah, a guy by the name of James
0: Earl Ray.
2: Yeah, that's it. Yeah. And uh, I don't know if he was communist or if he was far-right extremist or who knows, you know.
0: So do you think in your lifetime that the blacks will ever get life right? Or will they always be into their blackness and socialist mentality? Uh,
2: I would say only God knows cuz I don't know how I for some reason I'm able to see it. My whole family is is you know liberal and democrat, you know, they they yeah. don't agree with me at all. Yeah. So, but you know, for some reason I can see it. And God is most with Blacks people. think you. Yeah, I guess. I suppose so, you know. And <laughs> I didn't it wasn't my choice or anything. You know, I grew up celebrating Kwanzaa. You know that? What uh yeah, do they still do I mean, that they mess? They still do. It's like it's like a weird fake holiday amongst the, the black intellectuals, you know. But I think more blue collar black people, working black people, they they know it's corny. But more the college educated black people are into that. You know?
0: I don't remember hearing anything about it in a long time. I, I thought it had disappeared.
2: Yeah, no, they're they still, yeah, they're still doing it. They're still um, just, you know, it's like hating on Christmas. Yeah. And hating on the white man's religion. Yeah. That's all it is. What yeah. a mess. Um, yeah. Uh, Josh, I appreciate your
0: call, man, and I'll respond to the mm-hmm. biblical question on Sunday. If the Lord is willing and the creek don't rise. All right. Sounds good. Thank you, man. All right, buddy.
3: Amazing. Super chat. Super chat. Super,
0: super, super. super chat.
3: Amazing Asia bought a coffee, or Asia anyway, bought a coffee. Hi, Mr. Peterson and crew. I'm a 30-year-old 30, 30 black female who is working on a business idea. She black. I'd like to sell items like coffee mugs with custom designs I created. Wanted to see what people thought about the design, how much they're willing to pay. I sent my the coffee mug design to my father. He gave me the advice of having my mother help me with sales. I told him I didn't want to include her. He asked me if my reason <laughs> had to do with her asking for money. I responded saying, no, I'm an adult, and I don't need my mother and my business. <laughs> I then proceeded to end the conversation. Told nice. I just wanted his thoughts about the design and how much he would pay. He said, I love you, and I replied saying, I love you, too. When looking back, having to end the conversation once my father included my mother seems natural. I didn't hear any voices telling me what to say or what to do, and I harbored no resentment after. I would like to know if I handled the situation appropriately. Do you help families with starting a business? I mean, a hmm emoji. Do I help families? Yeah. What does that mean? Females, I mean. Do you help females with starting a business?
0: The Entrepreneur Academy is just for men only because I truly believe, I know, not that I just believe, but I know that men should build they should be buy land, they should let's say that they don't start a business but they have a job. They should save and buy property and and just move up the ladder so that they can lead the way. Women need men to lead the way. So the Entrepreneur Academy is just for men. Uh uh because ladies get all kinds of help. Anyway, help for ladies come from everywhere and the world, is, the country has set up now to try to stop men. And the ladies need men to be able to take care of them if they should get married. According to the Wall Street Journal, we become a nation of takers, not makers. So it, I wish you well. I'm glad that you're dealing with your, your mother without anger. Without anger, and you're fine. All right. I wish you well with the business as well. Thank you.
3: Thank you, Asia, for that coffee. That was not very pithy, though. Just FYI. Let me take
0: a quick break. <laughs> we got two more hours to go. When I come back, James, we'll finish those. Okay. And uh, and your phone calls, two more hours to go. Hate could come in at the hate news, not the fake news. And I'll be back in a moment. I made it. Now, I totally disagree with the way things are going, but you can't be angry because that's what the enemy wants. He wants to control you. They do things to make you mad so they can control you. It's like being married. And the wife would do things to make you mad or she'll do things to make you feel good. And men do that to women, too, when they want something from the woman, especially sex. they make her feel good or they'll make her angry. And the woman's gonna have to say, "You don't want to be angry. You want to speak up. You want to disagree with what's going on. It's wrong, but do not be angry. Then you won't have fear. You won't have doubt. You won't have worries. You'll be able to see. But you gotta stay away from anger. That's why you must forgive your mothers and your fathers, so that you can overcome the spirit of anger. It's a spirit and it's wicked. Nothing good in anger because it has no love. You. you need love to defeat evil. And love is not a weakness." It's a strength. It's from God. It's his nature.
3: A whole lot of mess going on in the world. This is the end of hour one already of Female Monday. Hey, communism is a female, not a woman uh, trait. This is the end of hour one of the Jesse Lee Peterson Show. There is one line open you can call in during fake news, not fake news. Martin Luther King Jr. Day per Wikipedia in the far left commie nonsense network, CNN. Today is Martin Luther King Jr. Day. And they don't put a comma next to junior. It used to be you have to. A federal so-called holiday pushed by communist, crooked, misnomered so-called labor unions. Did you know that? who only worked to get out of doing hardly any labor, celebrating the leading voice, leading into hell, of the American so-called civil rights movement, which you heard earlier this hour on the Jason Lee Peterson Show, pushed by John Conyers, Representative John Conyers, the late one, a demon rat from Michigan, I call them demon rats. Ronald Reagan signed the so-called holiday into law in 1983, reluctantly. Officially observed in all 50 states for the first time in the year 2000. Shaking my head. Stevie Wonder released a, that single, Happy Birthday to You." That was to MLK, I guess, in 1980, supposedly. Pushing MLK Day for the late SJW's birthday. Only two other figures have national holidays in the United States. Honoring them, George Washington, the late, great George Washington, I think he was great, And Christopher Columbus, also great. True heroes, truly great men, without whom there would be no America, I think. At least not as we know it, but I don't know. While major U.S. retailers and grocers will remain open, many government uh, agencies, post offices, banks, and corporate offices will be closed today. And Iowa caucuses, whatever those are, Iowa Republicans will cast the first major ballots of 2024 later today as voters begin to weigh on and which weigh in on which candidate should take on crooked joe biden in november according to commie nonsense network cnn iowa is expected to have its coldest caucuses ever gop candidates worry that sub-zero temperatures could scramble voter turnout the arctic could the arctic cold largely froze the field in the race's final days with former president, our greatest, Donald J. Trump, former South Carolina Governor Nikki Haley, perhaps the worst governor of South Carolina ever, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, perhaps the best governor Florida has ever had, at least in my recent time. Remember Jeb Bush? He was the governor. (laughs) And others shortening their list for the scheduled events. According to the latest nationwide polling, Trump holds a wide lead over the GOP field with 48% of support. Well ahead of Nikki Haley's 20%. <laughs> and DeSantis is 16. Come on, DeSantis, you can beat that woman. Winter storm, a brutal winter storm is sweeping across the United States. We're around 79% of the country expecting below freezing temperatures early this week. Wow. Even in places in Texas are cold, I heard. Over 140 daily cold records could be broken today and Tuesday from Oregon to Mississippi. Temperatures in Memphis, Dallas, see, Texas, Nashville, Tennessee, Memphis, Tennessee, uh could stay below freezing for at least 72 consecutive hours. <laughs> the storms are blowing through. It's caused dangerous road conditions. Airports, oh, I'm popping, Uh, experiencing thousands of delays at the airports, cancellations, more than 4,000 flights within, into, or out of the country were postponed on Sunday, and over 1,000 canceled, according to tracking site FlightAware. Residents in some states, including Texas, have also been urged to conserve electricity and prevent uh, straining power grids. We'll see. Israel-Hamas war drama. Israel marked a grim milestone of 100 days since Hamas launched its assault on October 7th. Gun males killing around 1,200 people, you know, taking 200 other hostages. Um, so they're still at it. I'm James Hake. Now back to JLP, Wh- Female Monday, Hour 2.